You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Hey everyone, Danielle here. Just a quick friendly heads up before we get started that we have a community over on Facebook created for women just like you called the Female Biz Journey Insider Group. So you can find that over on Facebook and it'll be down in the show notes here to help you with any extra info, resources, or anything else that the guests or myself want to throw at you. So if that sounds good to you, then head over there and we can talk a little bit more. Now let's get started with the show. Hey guys, today we're talking on the Female Entrepreneur's Journey podcast about social media strategy. And what mine has been for, or what mine was at the beginning of this year, and what mine is currently. And I think you guys will find some value out of this because not many people talk about what they're doing for that. And especially since I went to the Social Media Marketing World Conference in March, I've done a lot of courses and I've done a lot of things for people when it comes to Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, those type of things. And I'm here to tell you the changes that I've only made in my business, but also for others as well. Now, when we get started with this, I want you guys to know, this is my own strategy. This is not everyone else's. You might have a different way of going about it. Some some platforms might work best for you, but this is just for me. This is just for my own business and what I feel like works best for myself. So, so starting the beginning of the year for January, from what I can remember, <laughs> I had an Instagram, I had... uh, I was not even using Pinterest, I don't think, at that point. Not really that much at all. I was using Facebook groups and I think barely any Twitter, to be quite honest. So Instagram and Facebook are like my two main hubs and then sprinkled in with some Twitter and rarely ever any Pinterest. And I noticed that when I would be on Instagram, you know, it's it's sometimes slower to start if you don't really take the time to try and interact with people, if you don't go on hashtags, try and find your clients. Those type of things can feel kind of slow when it comes to being there. But I would show up each morning or show up each day, do a post, um, use the quote-unquote hashtags. But the funny part, I would not share my story. That was one thing I did not do when it came to my Instagram or Facebook or really anywhere around me. The huge part of my strategy was that I didn't Storytell, which now at this point, if you guys follow me, I storytell so much because I love it and I think that people resonate with it more than most other things. So, what happened was I would do those each day, or I would try and add certain parts in here and there for my Facebook page, which honestly, update to now, don't do Facebook pages that often because the the way that people get notified are really bad on Facebook. Still use them, but I would honestly try and use your Facebook group or your personal page instead. So that's another topic though. (laughs) Um, But I noticed that what was happening, I would be on Instagram and Facebook and I would share a lot of value. I would share posts. I would share stuff about my, um, my tips and tricks, stuff like that, and realize that people don't connect with 
tips. They like them, but they'll just take them and go. Because if you're giving someone value, sometimes a lot of people will stay, but usually if you give tips, you should follow it up with an example or a story to help reinforce that more. So what happens is people give like the five things for X, Y, and Z or the 10 things to avoid. And they take that part of it, maybe it's a freebie, maybe it's a post, and say, oh, that was really cool. Now I'm going to go back on my way. Versus if I were to say, today marks the day of my uh, 15th year anniversary when my mom passed away, instant hook. And I'm not using this as her as an example or that story. It's more so because humans connect with story. And that was one of the biggest mistakes that I made with my uh, early 2018, 2017 strategy. I wasn't sharing much about my story. People rarely knew what my background was, that my biological mom passed away when I was nine from cancer and that my stepmom did when I was 17 before um, I graduated high school. These type of things that made me who I am, that is the why of why I do what I do, I barely even talked about. And instead I would give people free value but not really connect with them on that level. And there wasn't a lot of growth, to be quite honest, because I wasn't allowing people that part of myself in on social media because although it's on a screen, people still want that part of the human interaction. They love, that's why TV shows and movies are still huge and even bigger and YouTube videos and why story time videos do fantastic because people love a good story because that's how our brains put together things. That's how patterns work for us versus trying to just give one-off tips or tricks or value does work. It doesn't really establish that you could be someone of authority for them other than, oh, here's some value. For example, one of my favorite people to talk about when it comes to this is Jenna Kutcher, and she does fantastic when it comes to storytelling for each of her photos. And then in even her podcast episodes, you'll find that she has tips and tricks but leads them in with stories because she knows that just giving a tip here and there is great, but it's not going to help anyone if they have no idea how it's implemented or what mistake that the other person avoided with doing that because without that story aspect or that connection piece, social media doesn't matter because social media was created to for you and for everyone is to be social. So if we're not... I, actively adding that into our lives, it's not going to do anything for us. So fast forward, I go through this part, I go to the social media marketing conference, and I realize that, oh my gosh, Pinterest is a hub. It is the new Google when it comes to key market or keyword research or keyword searches. And that Twitter is really helpful. It's good for generating connections. And Facebook is okay. Which was ironic because there's a lot of things on Facebook there, but I noticed even from the keynote or even from just taking some of the speaker's advice, I was like, you know, Facebook's not that great. Uh, It's great for ads. Don't get me wrong. I love ads to the end of time. But when it comes to spending hours upon hours in groups, spending hours upon hours trying to fiddle with the algorithm, stuff like that, it doesn't really help you at all. So what I did after I came back from that was I really focused more on Pinterest definitely a lot more on that. I think I went from having not even um, a couple followers to then having 
100,000 or so um, monthly viewers or interactions. I forget the analytics for that. But Pinterest just shot quite up and it leads all to the links that you want them to. And I started to implement these strategies that I've heard before. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is one of the biggest things that you can hear. And I am so sorry if you guys can hear in the back, I got my AC on because it is a warm day over here. <laughs> but anyway, I started to implement these Pinterest strategies and started to really use Instagram more as well as a way to filter people from just strangers to followers to actual clients and to use my Instagram as a way to help people connect and then want to actually talk versus just like, oh, this is another pretty post, this is another nice one. Because nowadays, although it's pretty, I know people who have 11,000 or whatever uh, followers, but have barely any engagement because they haven't taken the time to share their stories, to share things about themselves or their business or what's going on with them. So from there, what happened is I would take, I think it was, I would just do here and there, I started to slowly build up my boards, slowly doing these type of things, slowly scheduling things. But one thing I would never do, still to this day, I do not schedule my Instagram posts because I think that for me, when it comes to captions, I, this is a fun fact, I guess, for you guys. For most of my captions, I write them either the night before or the day of. And for some people, it's not, it doesn't help them that way. It's not easy for them. For me, it's because if I'm going to sit down and write, I either write a lot, like a whole almost essay notebook worth, or I'll write little. And for me, I noticed that I like to speak about what's going on at this certain time. So if I were to schedule out all my posts, like written wise, and have all the captions ready, it wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel like it's actually updating them on me or what's going on or maybe like a story that happened this week. So what I do instead nowadays is I take Sundays, probably a good hour and a half or so, where I actually just schedule all my Facebook group stuff um, because I have a Facebook group, if you guys don't know, for the Female Entrepreneur's Journey podcast group. Um, so that way that people can connect and that way you still have that ability to have me and have other people, other ladies in that group. I also schedule out all of my Pinterest stuff. And for Instagram, I only pick out the photos that I'm going to use for that week. I don't create captions for that yet. I just put them up, put them on my plan app and just leave them be. Because as long as they look okay and whatever is going on that day, I try and use and infuse in that post rather than just try and add things here and there. So anyway, update on Facebook <laughs> for me. I have had some differing opinions about Facebook. I think that it is a really good platform for what it is. I think groups can work for people who are trying to find clients, whatever it might be, but realize that Facebook is heavily filtered now. And I don't mean that as to sound negative, but it's very heavily filtered. I realized when I was on there today, I'm probably in a couple Facebook groups and even ones of my own, I would rarely ever, ever see any of those notifications from people in my actual Facebook groups. Because what happened is that Facebook only shows you what you've interacted with recently. And say, for example, someone posted something in a group yesterday or the day before, if I haven't interacted with that group 
in 24 hours, it'll just show more of the same thing that I saw, maybe a cat video. And although cat videos are great for business owners, it's not really that helpful. So what I want to say with that is if you're going to use Facebook, really be intentional about it, even more so than Instagram or Pinterest, because remember, there's only so many people who see it. For example, I have... I have maybe one-fifth, if I don't do, if I don't actually shout anyone out, if I just have like a regular post that just goes on my Facebook group, just my own, only one-fifth would see it. If I did nothing else except for just schedule it and post it and didn't try and tag anyone in it, it'll only be seen by one-fifth. And that's because Facebook only shows it to those people who, one, either have gone onto that group in the last day or two, or Two, they actually get tagged or shouted out and they'll come to that and, you know, comment on it. So if you're going to use Facebook, really you realize it does take a little bit more time when it comes to groups and it can be worth it if you love doing the type of nurturing and fostering of a Facebook group, which I think is fantastic and even I enjoy parts of it myself as well. And Twitter, before I forget about Twitter, <laughs> I think Twitter is fantastic. I truly do. I find for myself, I've gone from less is more mentality. So before I was trying to be everywhere, trying to do all the things when it comes to social media. Now I'm sticking to just my Instagram, my Pinterest, and some Facebook, very minimum Facebook, and really any Twitter only because I'm trying to really make sure the time that I use for myself in the day is either creating something, helping someone else's life, or making more money, honestly. So what happened is that Twitter, it's really great for connection, but you can get kind of caught up in it because they tell you, oh, you should be doing, you know, X amount of posts per day or whatever it might be. And although I believe that some of that is true, you have to figure out what feels right to you. Do you like writing? Do you like those small little quibbit one-liners? I found out especially as a, there was a card game I did with some of my friends um, last week or two. I am not good at one-liners. They are not my cup of tea. So because of that, Twitter is not really a huge part of my business at the moment. But the thing is, the main goal about this, whatever feels right to you to go forward with, don't feel like you have to be everywhere. Don't feel like you have to do all the things or that next advice you heard. Think about what are you doing right now that you can maybe tweak to just be a little bit better. I don't want you to try and adopt all these platforms that don't feel right to you. Instead, see where you're at now. See where your clients are coming from or where, if you don't have clients yet, see where others are getting clients from and just tweak some things about what you're doing, your plan, or if you have, if you don't have a plan, make somewhat of a social media strategy plan and then take time to go for it. Take time to develop one and tweak it and then start to see the results for it. Because trust me, it's so much more worth it than you think. Alright guys, and although this could have gotten a lot more technical, I know a lot of you out there are probably driving or taking a walk or um, doing things that aren't near your phone, so I'm not going to try and make you go through technical stuff. So instead, just look at what you can do and tweak. Because you should always constantly be trying to experiment and evolve when it comes to social media or anything in your business. And... Not only is strategy important, but intentional strategy is the most important. 
So I hope this helps you guys. If any of you are feeling like you had to be everywhere or if you weren't sure what even I was doing at this point when it comes to social media, now you know. And I'll talk to you guys all in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.